0: Welcome to Always Listening, a special Patreon-requested review as we cover Alice Isn't Dead. This is from the folks behind Welcome to Night Vale, Josh.
1: Yep. Does that ever drive you crazy, by the way? What? When I just give you one-word answers and I know you're obviously throwing it to me?
0: Yeah, yeah, it frustrates (laughs) me quite a lot uh it, it does quite a lot you can find the you can find this uh podcast and and everything from nightvale at nightvalepresents.com. uh if you go nightvale presents.com slash alice isn't dead that'll take you straight to uh this show but let's first and foremost though josh run down the cast and the crew the show was written by joseph fink um fink is correct me if i'm yes. wrong but he's one of the yeah. he's the primary writer yeah. behind Night Vale yes. as well uh performed by jessica nicole had you ever heard this name before i had not i haven't either okay i i gotta tell you i was uh i was very intrigued especially as i got three or four episodes i always feel like she's was.
1: doing a stage whisper joel well she i mean it's like i'm in a cab of my truck by myself and there's no one around but i still feel <laughs> obligated to talk like this well i mean it's look it is
0: affected what's there's, that
1: noise behind <laughs> me
0: <laughs> it is affected but you can't tell me that aaron Mankey doesn't present his voice in a certain way would no
1: never met the dude in real life
0: <laughs> okay fair enough i have and he does uh aaron Mankey is a much more bright and and uh, a positive person At when the he's end talking of the day, about we something all do. other
1: than we, we, sure. we all do and and i i think it's just more noticeable whenever someone is being a fictional character
0: uh, so the music is produced, or the music and the production, actually, is by Disparation, uh, which is a, a a production company, I'm imagining. And again, very well done.
1: I like those people, yes.
0: Yeah, no, They. this is super well put together and produced. That's the first thing that you need to know about this show. If you enjoy the atmospheric part of Welcome to Night Vale, the, the sort of general foreboding sense that you get when you listen to that show, you're going to really enjoy Alice Isn't Dead, I would imagine. Um Josh, what did you think about this show? Let's go non-spoilers for a while, and then we'll talk some specifics about what the storyline is. This is a fictional podcast, by the way.
1: Yes. Um this show did not grab me like Night Vale did. Nightvale is a is is kind of weird in a like it creates Night Vale does a good job of creating an entire world that you kind of you can get behind like, oh, they're talking about the cat floating in here and, and then now the um, the Boy Scouts or whatever, like the the cloud comes in and it's raining this or don't eat corn, it's bad for you. No, eat corn, it's awesome for you. Don't eat corn, it's bad for you. No, eat corn again, it's good for like all of that crazy goofiness that goes on fits really well in that world. And that world is created for you fairly quickly. I had some difficulty with this because I didn't I didn't understand what the rules are. I don't understand the rules in this world. I don't. I still don't. So my my
0: biggest problem with the show in general is the and the word that kept coming to mind, and it's one that uh, my wife Kelly makes fun of me for using because she says it's a big word for the sake of a big word, but it's exactly how I feel. Discombobulated. The, the show leaves me in discombobulation. I, I, I don't know where I am. I don't know when I am. As you say, I don't understand the rules of this universe. And I know that is the purpose. That is, it's designed to such. I don't know. I, but well, I did not enjoy that so, aspect.
1: Okay. So that was my, like, just listening through it. That's how I felt. Okay. And then I went back when I was looking for clips. For the show, I went back and uh, I pulled this as the first clip, and it's literally the first thing you hear on episode one. And I think it's going to be good to play it right now.
2: I want to start by saying. Oh, shit. Sorry, someone cut me off. Anyway, I want to start by saying that this is not a story, it's a road trip. Which same difference in a good one, the start is exciting and the finish is satisfying, and we end up somewhere else, somewhere a long way from where we started.
1: So, I think that's, that sums it up like it's it is a road trip. Um, like, l- literally, it takes place in a truck, generally, right? A few times she's not in the truck, um, and you start with who is Alice and why is she dead or not dead, and why do I care? And then it goes through this this strange world with rules that don't make sense. It's it's like an urban... Fa- you read novels, right? So it's like an sure. urban fantasy. Yes, right? I mean, it, it, it is now. set in a,
0: a modern world. Yes. You have technology, we have trucking, we have businesses, we have industry, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It seems to be a normal world, in yes, fact. Yes, but in a novel,
1: it lays out its systems right it lays out its rules whether it's a magical system whether it's a like an advanced technology system like all these things are laid out in a novel and you can read it but here like for example what is the the guy in the factory is it jake jack uh i think it's long i think it's like
0: jacob or something like that but I, i know the clip you're talking about
1: yeah um so the clip's great. It takes place in a factory and the production value on the clip, I actually have it pulled, uh, is great. You hear all these factory noises as she's going through. It really sets the mood, really sets the environment. But the guy she meets right off is a younger guy. Then she gets in the factory and all of a sudden he's aged 60 years. And then they get to the end of the factory and he's dying. And she had to put him in a casket and send him down the river, right? What in the world? I don't how this all this this all happens in like a minute and a half and it doesn't explain like is it a metaphor
0: and, and it's never resolved, either. No! No. Okay, so we're about to get into sort of spoiler territory, because I want to sort of answer and respond to some of those points specifically. But before we do that, I want to give this a little bit more framing, too. I mentioned that this is a Patreon-requested episode. Maxwell, uh, the name of one of our patrons who, who at the $27 level, requested this. You, by the way, can also uh, get in if you go to alwayslisteningpod.com slash support. You can join our Patreon campaign for as little as a dollar a month, but uh, if you go at the $27 level, you can claim your own request. Uh, Name the show for us that you want us to um, review. Maxwell requested this one, and he said, in particular, I was wondering if by reviewing Alice Isn't Dead, um, and he preferred that we specifically look at the episodes 1, 5, and 10, he said we could discuss content pacing and content filler techniques it's made by the welcome to nightville team and aid through uh, though it's currently short uh, it highlights my one big problem with some of the fictional podcasts he felt like episodes one through four in particular were thrown in as a service to the audience of those rambling chat style of podcasts where it's uh, sort of a solopreneur even which is a very popular episode you get one person on and they just talk for 15 minutes
1: i felt like that's what this whole this whole show's about
0: uh, he says there is less there to either build characters or settings or substantiate the plot. Um, all in all, he felt like this half season, as the donation drive described, uh, left him conflicted in his evaluation of Alice Isn't Dead and highlights why he struggles to get into many fictional podcasts. If the brevity of uh, Alice Isn't Dead disqualifies, he'd have a definite second choice. You had already listened to an episode or two of Alice Isn't Dead. I listened
1: to the first three.
0: So so we jumped in. Is that all you've listened to is just the first uh, three? No, I
1: think I've got up to six six or seven you still seven. have not finished
0: the series and I won't okay I'm not going to. I have finished the series so I can speak about the the full story or at least the story in season one uh, and and answer some of the questions of whether it left me wanting more um but that that's where Maxwell was coming from so let's get into some of that well, specifically. I
1: feel like he cru- I feel like he crushed it right a lot of his issues are my issues all this space and all this just filler chatter that's in here could be used to fill out what the rules are.
0: I strongly agree with that. I, I think I think it's clear that they were looking to build a sense of foreboding and and like a sense of you were supposed to be off your heels the whole time. Because the main character does which by the way, did we ever get a name for
1: the main character? I'm not sure, but I do have a clip that we're gonna play right here that's okay. going to kind of show this off. And here's where the confliction comes from. It's a great it's a good piece of writing, um, the clip that I'm about to show. But who cares? right? Mm. What does this add? Yeah, other than it really is nicely written.
2: Some of these towns are so small. A few houses, a bingo hall, a church, and a huge adult store. They are very open about their adult stores out here. Big billboards, huge barn-like structures packed parking lots in the middle of the day and across the way the churches two gathering places to service all your needs and the bingo hall for recreation it's not a bad setup every axis of life and beyond that grass on and on and on until not oh god am I being condescending I am aren't I
1: so yeah I just like them talking about uh, churches being next to porn shops and then there's a bingo hall Um, I think it's Written great. We what's funny is here in the town that we lived in, we had that exact same situation. Okay. Exactly the same. Yes,
0: absolutely. And if you know like that part of the world that they are trying to evoke, it is very evocative. But yes, in it like at some point you have to tell me something about this universe. You've you've introduced so the the whole concept of this uh podcast is that the main character is chasing her wife, it turns out,
1: Alice. Oh, I never figured out if it was wife, sisters, I I didn't know. So
0: again, this is something that you don't know until much later in the series. And by the way, it matters to the narrative, not at all, that we're talking about a lesbian couple.
1: And can I ask, because you hear, so in these clips, you're going to hear a, I'm assuming that that's her on her truck cb okay see that was
0: not my thought but as soon as you said it it becomes clear to me i'm that's got to be what they intend
1: and then who is she talking to and why is she putting it out there for anybody to hear
0: especially when alice is presumably at the beginning of this thing dead well and she's being chased
1: by a supernatural supernatural being of some sort who who is that does he ever pop back up by the way
0: Yes no okay. the thistle man is is resolved in many ways and not only there there is a broader uh, as you get later later into the episode there is a a broader sort of conspiracy at play the thistle man is not alone in his uh, attacks on our uh, known world and likewise alice uh, and the main character the driver are not alone in their pursuit of him and and trying to understand what the mystery is
1: Can behind I, him is this did you get a like an american gods feel from this I I mean vaguely in that it is these supernatural yeah, beings who are living in a normal world. Yes,
0: in in amongst us, unbeknownst or are on, only uh, known to those who aid them, et cetera, et cetera. You know, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It gave me a vaguely, yeah, vaguely American gods feel. But I, I just like the concepts are really good, and I feel like if they had shown me enough of a framework of a universe to believe that it was consistent in their own minds, right? That's the problem, is I don't have faith that this universe is well-built. And so that means if it's not, your story can go
1: willy-nilly. Which is weird, because while the content and story isn't well-built, the podcast itself is put together really well. Oh, absurdly, absurdly well-produced. Yeah, so right here is the part I was speaking about earlier in the factory, um, that that if you're sitting in your car, you have your earbuds in, you're wondering what, like, you can feel immersed in this environment because of the production value in this next clip.
2: It was the factory floor, a great arc of a roof with skylights over towering machines, automatic processes that I didn't understand and no workers at all. Metal hands building metal things, and no human beings in sight. I wandered down the concrete aisles, the sound of the machines pounding in my teeth and eyelids. Machine after machine, Alice. Imagine the scale of them. Picture it for me. And then, Jackie again. He was older, in his fifties or early sixties
0: it is absolutely well produced but sometimes that production is used against the listener um and again i know this is purposely done i used the word discombobulation earlier this is a, the best example in the whole series of what i mean by that and i wanted to keep it until late in our review so that if you if you're not interested in spoilers and you and you're going to listen to the show eventually don't don't listen to this but this is the beginning of episode 6 this is a 10 episode season uh, one, and they have said that season two is coming in twenty seventeen. If you're a supporter of the show, uh, you can join in. I think you get uh early leaks and and info as the season is built, and then you're you're helping them produce season two. What you would have to
1: think season two's twenty episodes?
0: I don't know that you extend it no I mean if they do they do ten episodes for season one, I think that you might well get ten or maybe twelve in season two, and that'll be all you get there as well but here here is here is the beginning of episode six and I, I'm just going to play it and then we'll talk about it
2: afterwards. Sylvia is asleep in the passenger seat. I could use some rest too, but I have a destination in mind. Somewhere needs going, you know? I don't know what I'll find there, but it's a step, at least, having a direction, even if I don't know where that direction will take me. I'm on my way, Alice. And it was all thanks to her.
1: joseph fink performed by jessica nicole produced by disposition okay.
0: but who Part the hell is sylvia Chapman like that's my problem like sylvia is introduced in there in the beginning of episode six but episode five does not end on any note that would lead you to believe that a new character is going to join this is the first time that anyone has ever been in the cab you i started to say the truck and i did say the truck earlier you pointed out the thistle man been, is in the truck yeah, early the on truck. in the series yeah but he's, in, he's not in the cab. No one is ever in the cab with with the driver. It's always her talking to Alice through whatever mechanism. Uh, you said CB radio, you're probably right. I had originally thought she was recording herself. I thought old school tape recorder. She's clicking, you know, you got play and pause Dude, there. she's
1: driving a truck, bro. Do you know how much harder it is to click a recorder than it is just to grab the CP CB hang hanging in front of your face?
0: Yeah, obviously that's easier. And obviously that makes more sense in context. But again if she's being pursued by supernatural beings why would you why talk broadcast it out yeah, there yeah why broadcast it on the cb like even the regular authorities can find you if you broadcast it on the cb anyway overall this is a, a a prime example of what is wonderful about podcasts in that anyone can do effectively anything on a very small budget i'm sure this is a great story that these guys wanted to tell and you could do that without effectively having to ask anybody. I mean, this was uh, bootstrapped, I think, in a like a Kickstarter. Uh, uh, Maxwell, the patron who requested the show, I believe he said that he was a, a patron of theirs, too. So I love that this is capable of being done, but at the same time, sometimes gatekeepers <laughs> would streamline things.
1: Well, let me ask you a question. Because from the TV world, right, a lot of times... People will say, oh, part of the reason the show failed is because it had a terrible lead-in, right? So the show before it wasn't that great, or there wasn't any really continuity between the shows, like a sitcom leading into a drama, and that's why show A, B, or C didn't work. A lot of podcasts and podcast networks are doing this. So the first three episodes of uh, Alice Isn't Dead... uh, was in the feed for Welcome to Night Val. Okay. Okay. Gimlet Media is, does this with a ton of their shows on Startup. Yeah, all of their startup. shows.
0: Um, uh, well, and yes, they all air on Startup, but also all of their other podcasts end up airing like a teaser for a new show every time they launch something.
1: Yeah. Or Radiotopia uh, may do it for some of their shows. Yes. Do you think, like, I would have thought that that's a huge benefit. I'm sure it was. But I think part of the reason I didn't really connect or really like Alice Isn't Dead is because it was different enough from Welcome to Night Vale that it didn't... I thought maybe it was going to be in the same universe, and it's not.
0: No, no, clearly not the same universe. This, which, is, this is much closer to our own universe than the Night Vale.
1: Which, to get a story set in a universe and then be able to tell another story from the same universe. I think is a fantastic idea. And I mean are they I don't I don't follow Nightvale
0: week to week. There are are they doing anything like that? Or they're spin spinoffs so,
1: so kind of it, within the show. So like you have Nightvale and you have, you know the other town or whatever. Right. And you hear like you'll hear the radio station from the other town some episodes. Oh, okay. Right? So it's the same universe, different side but i'm talking about like a like a drastically different story told in that universe.
0: A, a universe where anything can happen effectively.
1: Yeah. Like uh and 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 is all sort of
0: held in stride. Um i don't know. I I don't look, i am not a good enough storyteller to tell these folks how they went astray or how they could have uh, fixed this show for me. And also I'm pretty sure Alice Isn't Dead is likely more successful than You Were in My Podcast. So, maybe I don't need to tell them how to do anything. Oh,
1: that's but, that's fine. I'm not going to listen and the reason I'm not going to listen is you had 7 episodes to explain your universe and rules to me so that I can gain buy-in and care and you didn't do it, so I'm not listening. Yeah, I'm well, I mean I listened to all 10.
0: But they're, I'm not interested in season two of this.
1: But if- you didn't have to listen to all 10, right? Technically, you only had to listen to three episodes.
0: Sure, sure. I believed, though, I wanted to hear the story. I wanted to give it its best opportunity. Perhaps the story was was settled in such a conclusive or satisfactory manner that it would uh, polish over, spackle over some of the holes early on for me, and it didn't. That was the thing. Like I gave it the chance that was offered. I listened to all of the episodes, and for me, the story was not satisfactory.
1: So they got 16 downloads out of us. (laughs) <laughs> and that's all they're getting
0: it's all they're getting from all me right. anyway hey um uh, so that was uh, our review of alice isn't dead it is a very well crafted podcast if you do enjoy uh the creepy the macabre if you like to be um discombobulated then i think this show might be for you but for me i'm gonna pass
1: I passed before I finished it.
0: There you go. All right. Uh, thank you, Maxwell, for sponsoring this episode. As I said earlier, if you want to be a patron, uh, you can join us at alwayslistingpod.com slash support or at patreon.com slash alwayslistingpod. Uh, and at the $27 level, you can request your own review just like Maxwell did. Speaking of, Josh, we got an interesting email that I wanted to talk about, and I think this episode is probably a pretty good one to mention.
1: Sure, and I think I have a solution. Excellent. All
0: right, so I'm going to read the email first, and then uh, we'll go from there. This is from uh, Quintrino, uh, comes to the email. Hi, guys. While listening to Being Honest with My Ex, I heard that you do podcast reviews as part of your Patreon. I have two podcasts that my friends and I'd love to give them... Uh, that my friends do, and I would love to give them a surprise by having their show reviewed. I thought about subscribing for two months to Patreon, but it is unlikely that I'd be able to continue doing that for very long, and I didn't want to give the wrong impression of being able to support for a long time. Do you accept PayPal donations for reviews? If it matters, one of them is done by an audio engineer, so I'd hope that you'd give them uh, strong feedback to help them develop, and and the other one is done by a friend in her car in Darwin, so that one would probably be uh, preferable to focus mainly on the good points as a confidence boost anyway
1: i'm gonna assume he's from australia uh first off, darwin yeah probably so and the show that he listened to was uh, being honest with my ex very good point
0: so he's either uh, australian or canadian maybe i don't know <laughs> um anyway if this is something you're interested in let me know i could pay by you some cash uh or whatever your rate is thanks boy interesting question so when we put this when we when we first mentioned the Patreon idea. At the $27 level, we said, we understand somebody might subscribe, and then not, you know, when once yeah, they get their review, sure. they might drop off. I imagine it's possible for at least one of the, the two subscribers at that level that have already requested reviews. Now that they get their reviews, it's possible they'll drop off. We were sort of okay with that idea, and we think, oh, on the whole, enough people will hang around at enough of a level on Patreon to make it all worth our while. Do we just straight up take payola, though, Josh? No, no is the answer?
1: No. Us reviewing, <coughs> us... First off, guaranteeing guaranteeing that we are going to do your review and communicating that with you, and hey, here's the review, here's how it's coming, this is when it's going to release. That is a Patreon exclusive. If you if you're not a Patreon, I'm sorry, we're not going to review the show. I appreciate, and I think that's good on him for saying, hey, here's some here's some dough to to just get these reviews. Um, and so the thought behind that is. If you want to pay us to review a show and I send you that file, knock yourself out. But we're not going to put it out on our feed. Secondly, if you do want it out in our feed, and, and, and I think we'll end up doing this, coming up we have Listener Appreciation Month mm-hmm. in November. To where the only shows we review, and we review one every week. We used to do two a week. I don't think that's going to be feasible now. No, that was insane. Yeah. So, but one a week we could do one a week. We'll put one of his shows on for that week. We take listener requests for shows for that particular month. We get dozens and dozens of requests, and we're only going to get to four of them. Yeah. So there is is no guarantee that we're going to get to your show. Um, but if your email is inspiring enough, if it's something that we think is interesting enough, something that we think maybe we haven't covered before, uh, like um, I believe Listener Appreciation Month is when we did the uh, language podcasts last year. Yes. Um, then we'll put it in a Listener Appreciation Month. But there's only four spots. It's not guaranteed. They're not paid. So that's that's an opportunity. And I feel very comfortable doing one of the shows that he suggests. Now, here's what he needs to do. He's going to have to pick which friend he likes best.
0: <laughs> well, I'll say I'll say this. Uh, we're we we don't lie on our reviews, even our Patreon reviews. Like so, while we're not going to run somebody down, in particular, someone who's has has paid for a review, we're wow. going to be honest. Well, I'm, Josh is going to be very honest. Josh is going to be uh, brutally honest at times, perhaps. I, I will couch my statements. I'm not going to say a negative thing to say a negative thing. But if I listen to a show and I don't like a show, Alice Isn't Dead, for instance. This was a Patreon-requested review. Now, in this case, he really wanted to honestly know what we thought about it. He's not involved in the production, doesn't have friends in the in the production. But at the same time, like we said that we didn't like it in the end. There was lots of good things to say about it and to acknowledge about the show, but we didn't enjoy it overall. So I would say this. If one of those podcasts that you're mentioning, uh, Quintrino, you're not confident that we would say nice things about, I probably would not pay for that.
1: Well, and if the idea behind it is you want um, reviews and tips um, like a, um, oh, what the hell is it called? I, I don't know. Like a counseling. coaching,
0: a con, you know, like a consultant?
1: Yeah. Like a, if you want a consultant episode um, and that's something that, that that's what's truly important for you right here. Then, then yes, we'll, we will be reaching back out to you. We'll give you a couple of options. And if a consultant... There's a fee for that, and that one won't go on the feed. Right, that'll go yes. straight to you. And it'll be, like, the format's going to be different. Uh, it'll be a lot more technical, because that sounds like, um, you know, part of what you're interested in in, in getting from us. Um, so that's that's an option. Yeah, all right,
0: well... You heard the man, uh, and I'm going to answer Quintrino directly back in an email, uh, but now you guys heard it here, too. Uh, if you want to guarantee a review of a podcast that you're interested in, the only way to get it is to go to uh, patreon.com slash or alwayslistingpod.com support and join the Patreon campaign at the
1: $27 level. But regardless, if it's a podcast you really like and we haven't gotten to it, send it in. Absolutely. It will
0: go on our list. Well, and even even throughout, even outside of Listener Appreciation Month, you and I have to keep putting out reviews every couple of weeks. Here, we are constantly looking for new shows.
1: Some of those occasionally come from things that we get from listeners. Sure, but I don't want i I need the listeners to understand that, that list is like hundreds yeah. long, no, it's, right it's now, it's so. long it's way long and it's getting longer all the time <laughs> yes. so yes guarantee through the patreon uh, as
0: uh, maxwell did for alice isn't dead uh quintrino thank you for the email and we'll be getting back to you shortly uh thank you for listening to always listening uh until next time we've been your hosts i'm josh i'm joel and we are always listening
3: yeah i know i ain't seen it all but i've seen it
0: listening podcast reviews is a proud member of the two guys in a rogue network you can find all our reviews more info about the shows and other podcasts we produce at AlwaysListeningPod.com. if you love podcasts as much as we do check out our facebook group facebook.com groups slash always listening pod our theme song is enough from bethany
3: rayburn and Ain't no life at all